Welcome to the Engage Truth Podcast, where we test popular claims and objections against Christianity, and we make the case that Christianity is total truth for all of reality. And we hope to equip our listeners on how to respectfully engage with others that they may disagree with. My name is Caleb Harrelson, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Young children are known for asking the same question over and over again. Why? Why is the sky blue? Why do I have to go to bed? Why do we have to go to school? Why do we have to go to church? Children have a God-given desire to understand the world that they are in. Thus, they love asking questions. And when the parent answers the questions, the child takes him at their word. This simple trust in parents and strong desire to know things has traditionally been called childlike faith. As we grow older, the desire to understand never really goes away. We may not incessantly ask our parents questions now, but we will still want to understand why certain things work the way that they do. Now, however, our standard of who, what, and why we will ask something has probably changed as we grow older. It may or may not be our parents on certain subjects that we ask. We may want to ask someone we can trust, someone who is knowledgeable, and we want to know for our own purposes and reasons. Hopefully that's your parents, but many times it may be them and someone else. Every one of us is trying to find answers to make sense of the world that we live in. Every answer we give to any question is affected by our ultimate view of the world, our worldview. It is the lens through which we interpret all our experiences and explain all of our reality. A worldview is a set of truth claims through which we interpret the world. A worldview seeks to answer questions like these. How did humans get here? What is humanity's greatest problem and how can it be fixed? And what happens to us after we die? Depending on our worldview, we will spend our time thinking about and pursuing certain activities that we value over others. So what do you think your worldview is? What about your neighbor? Why do you disagree with so many ethical issues with your friends or family issues? The root reason is because a difference in worldviews. There can be nothing more important than thinking through what you believe and why you believe it, and if it best lines up with reality. Moreover, discussing worldview issues with others is vitally important. So do you really want to engage with others about their worldview? First, you must stop being afraid of asking others hard questions. Second, you do not need to wait around for people to ask you about your beliefs. You can take the first step to initiate the conversation and ask them what they believe and why. Third, you must be willing to humble yourself and listen to why someone holds to another point of view. A key to effective engagement with others is learning how to talk with people and not just at them. Good questions and listening will always do the trick. Questions are an invitation to a conversation. They invite others to think critically and explore why they hold to a particular viewpoint. Here are a couple worldview questions that you can ask your children, friends, or a random stranger to get the conversation going. 1. How do we know what we know? Does absolute truth exist or is truth relative? 2. How do humans get here? God? Evolution? Something else? 3. Who or what is God? If they are not an atheist, you can ask this question. Is God separate from creation? Is he one with nature or is he something else? 4. Who or what is man? Is he an involved animal, 
a special creation made in God's image? Where do human rights even come from? Five, what is humanity's greatest problem and how can it be fixed? Six, how do you know what is morally right or wrong? Why is something right or wrong? By what standard do we measure something to be right or wrong? Seven, what do you do with your guilt when you do something wrong? Eight, what do you think is the purpose of life? What are things that you find beautiful? What defines what is beautiful and what is not? Who do you think that Jesus is? Is number nine. Who do you think that Jesus is? Do you really think that he rose from the dead? What do you think are the implications if he did? Ten, what do you think will happen to you after you die? And let's keep the conversation going after you ask one of these questions. Make sure you always follow it up with something like, Oh, thanks for sharing that with me. Would you mind if I shared a few of my answers to those questions as well? And then you could say something like, Oh, I'm curious. Why do you believe that? And follow up on what they said. Or ask them, how did you come to the con- that conclusion that you did on this particular um, answer? These worldview questions will help you gather more information about their position and give you more time to process exactly why they hold to their views. You may not want to ask all of these questions in one encounter with your friends or family. However, choosing one or two questions to discuss um, driving during a drive together or a coffee break or a general hangout can prove to be beneficial if we're really willing to hear their honest answers. Then wait. Give people space to think and reply when they are ready. We must be willing to listen to others' honest, awkward, or maybe even confused responses. You may find that your friend has not really thought through these worldview questions, and they may become embarrassed about their unclear response. But it's not our job to shame them, but to encourage them to think critically and explore these issues of why they believe what they believe. And does it line up with reality? If they think these worldview questions and answers don't really matter, you can begin by asking them, well, why do you say that? From there, you could say something like this. Have you ever considered how bad beliefs have consequences? If I believe that I don't have cancer, but my doctor tells me that I do, wouldn't that be an example of a bad belief having bad consequences? Likewise, what if your worldview says that there is no objective right or wrong in the world and rights only come from governments? Do you think that there are consequences to this view? Additionally, what if your worldview says that there is no God and there are good reasons to believe that he does exist? What if Jesus has risen from the dead and will return to earth someday to judge the living and the dead? Would you be willing to journey with me to hear one or two of my answers to these questions and why I think it ultimately matters? We need to be committed to having many short conversations with occasional lengthy ones. Additionally, we will engage in more worldview conversations if we think about simply planting seeds or as apologist Greg Kokel puts it, putting a rock in someone's shoe. When someone has a rock in their shoe, it seems very small and insignificant, but eventually it will cause them to stop and take it out. In the same way, we want to plant a seed in people's minds through questions or comments that cause them to eventually stop and think about it in more detail. We have a simple goal for every conversation. Put a rock in their shoe. This simple goal will also help reawaken your friends and family members' childlike curiosity to know and understand the world in which they live. Thanks for listening to the Engaged Truth Podcast. I hope you can join us next time for our next episode.